This episode is brought to you by Plantronics Gaming. Today is Thursday, the 17th of March. This is uh, The Gap, episode 313. I'm Luke Laurie. Joe Bacurie is back. I'm back. How was your swim? Oh, it was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. Everyone should go far north Queensland. It's sort of one of those, like, sort of abstract concepts that I think people throw out there. Like, oh, yeah, you got to go up to... you got to go up to the Great Barrier Reef or whatever. No, like, seriously... You've got no idea what it's like being in either Cairns or Port Douglas. The It's like something out of a fucking video game. It is bananas. We were staying in Atherton Tablelands, which is uh, about an hour and a half away from Cairns. And uh, you could drive, like, you would literally drive from one end of a storm to the other. And I'm not talking like fucking... I'm not talking just fucking any old pissy fucking sun shower. I'm talking like literally my wife is sitting next to me in the car. And she's like, Joe, maybe you should pull over. This is way too heavy. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, all these fucking Queenslander motherfuckers are going to look down on me if I pull over. So, no, uh, we will keep driving. If it kills us, I don't care. Uh, so, we kept driving. And we got through the storm, through to the other end of the storm. And it was literally like passing through a fucking wall of rain. Like someone had turned off rain or something. They're like, oh, yeah, no. Turn off rain. We're done with that. Put in some cheat codes and there's no more rain. And then suddenly it's like sunny. And sure, if you look in your rearview mirror, it's fucking the apocalypse. But in front of you, it's just like this giant fucking lake. Uh, and it's like green everywhere and it, it doesn't even feel like you're in Australia, Australia at all. And then you drive for another half an hour and you're driving through actual rainforests down like single lane fucking roads with, uh, blind corners that are overgrown by fucking trees. So you're basically inching around them because you're terrified that someone's going to come tearing through the other way. Yeah. But it's a rainforest the entire way anyway, so it's gorgeous and it's, you know, it smells like rain the entire time and you get to the end of it and you're at this fucking massive, like, massive uh, hole in the ground, the, the gorge, one of the many gorges that are up there, like, just fucking... It's, like, just some fucking 14-year-old's face up there. It's just fucking peppered with holes just all over the place. Uh, these massive fucking, yeah, gorges that you, they, they look spectacular. And they got waterfalls everywhere and you can go swimming in the waterfalls and there's no fucking crocodiles. And then if you drive two and a half hours north, yeah, there are crocodiles. You don't swim in fucking anything at all. But <clears throat> if you go out to the beach, you can, well, you can't swim out of the beach either because there's fucking Irukandji jellyfish. And they got stinger nets up, 
and those stinger nets are good for the blue bottles, but Irukandji is so small that they just sort of drift through the nets. And so what they have to do is you go to the place where the nets are, which mm-hmm. is not a lot of space, and uh, they'll stick a little, basically like a, a fish scoop mm. uh, that you'd use to get a goldfish out of a tank into the thing. And if they can't see any Arakanji in that, then you're allowed to go in the water. And if they can, you don't want to go in there because you'll fucking die. You'll die in water that doesn't go past your fucking ankles. And uh, it'll be the worst thing that ever happens to you. Uh, but at least it'll be over immediately. So that's okay. And then, like, you can jump on a fucking jet boat go 15 minutes out from Port Douglas and swim with a shark and a turtle and then your GoPro can fucking corrupt and lose all footage of anything you did out there, which is fantastic. Mm. Uh, And you're only using that GoPro because your other GoPro is fucked up anyway. Uh, For some reason, it just makes this terrifying noise every time you try to fucking use it. Uh, It sounds like literally the heralding of Cthulhu. Whenever I turn on my... I've got, like, the latest GoPro. Yeah. But it's fucked. And I can't use it. And I contacted GoPro support. And they're like, yeah, can you try it with a different SD card? I'm like, no. What if it's destroying the SD card? But uh, anyway, my first... My old GoPro did destroy the SD card. So that's cool. Ruined everything there. Nice. Um, Or you can go out on... So we went on two cruises to the fucking reef. Well, one called um, the Reef Reef Sprinter, I think it was called. Uh, and that's the 15 minutes. 15 minutes, you're on a jet boat. You blast out into the low isles. And uh, they've got a little a spot there that you can dive off. And the people, like, it's very much an entertainment sort of situation. It's, it's there for tourists who uh, want to get out on the reef quickly and don't want to risk seasickness uh but it's cool it's really awesome i mean it's the only place i saw a shark i literally swam over the top of this fucking shark mm-hmm. um it was like two meters long maybe like one <clears throat> meters long um so not a big one and definitely like as soon as it worked out that uh, i wasn't just gonna swim past that i was gonna hover over it it got the fuck out of there uh, i was like yeah i don't need any of this um there was a white tip or white pointer one or the other probably Whichever one of those is less dangerous, it was that. Uh, <laughs> it was like, it wasn't a baby. It was pretty much as big as those sharks get, but uh, they're completely harmless to humans anyway. Most sharks are completely harmless to humans. And uh, while we were swimming around trying to find the shark again, we found like came across a, a turtle that must have been pretty much as big as green turtles get as well. It was fucking huge. Uh, that was really cool. I tried to swim up to it. Well, not to it, like near it and get around in front of it. But uh, it also wanted to get the fuck out of there as soon as something that was shark length swam near it, I guess. It's probably prudent of it. Um, the other one we did was like the wavelength cruise, which is they take you out. It's an hour and a half to go out to the outer reef. Mm. And uh, they only do like snorkeling. And uh, so there's no no diving. There's like you can do all kinds of shit while you're up in Port Douglas. You can get like a fucking helicopter out to a fucking uh, pontoon in the middle of the reef and go scuba diving or put on a fucking helmet 
that uh, allows you to basically breathe normally, like normal air. Uh, and you don't even, like, it won't mess your hair. Their pitch is literally, you won't have to go to the hairdresser, which is just ridiculous to me that you'd go out into the fucking gate Great Barrier Reef and not want to get your hair wet, but whatever. Uh, you can do all kinds of shit, but this one is literally just snorkeling only, and everyone on the boat was uh, a, like, doctor in marine biology. Uh, so, the like, you know, person who was serving you tea and coffee had a doctorate, and, like, everyone on this fucking boat is a fucking marine biologist doctor. Not like a George Costanza marine <laughs> biologist, a real one. And uh, it's, like, bananas how much knowledge they've got and how fucking in-depth they can go into everything. And, like, awesome how well they t- take you through all that shit. But I didn't see any sharks while I was out on the outer reef. So i got to say the 15-minute... Oh, also, I very much want to bath right near the end of the an hour and a half thing. But, uh, yeah, like the color, the color scape out on the outer reef is so, so different. Anyway, my point is literally three hours of driving and you can go from a swimming in a waterfall to getting on a boat to go out to the fucking Great Barrier Reef. And it's just... Ridiculous. Everyone should do it. It's awesome. You need a car, obviously. <laughs> Otherwise, you're kind of fucked up there. Like, you're fucked. If you don't have a car, you're pretty much fucked no matter what up in Port Douglas because you just have no no way of getting around. Yeah. Like, everything is so far away from everything. But apart from that, uh, yeah, pretty awesome. Totally worth it. Nice. Um, so you didn't play any video games then? No video games at all. None. I did spend an entire couple of hours transcribing an interview mm. and making that go live. Uh, so you can read that on Red Bull. I was with the Chiefs. Uh, but yeah, the Chiefs esports team, I mean. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Cool. Sounds yeah. fun. Except for the rain part. Mm. The rain actually wasn't that bad. Like, yeah. Yeah, you've been to Melbourne, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, last week, Nathan talked a bit about uh, Battleborn. And you've played Battleborn. I have played Battleborn, yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, yeah, I've played it before. Mm. Um, Yeah. Uh, Battleborn. I don't know what Nate was saying, but, um, I loved it. Yeah. Like, uh, Nate was saying that he thinks he might have, might enjoy, uh, Overwatch more, mm-hmm. uh, than Battleborn. He was saying this personally. I haven't actually listened to the podcast, uh, cause I know it went up on iTunes late. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I, um, I, I think, Battleborn's way better than Overwatch. And, like, to... I don't know. To explain why, I think you got to understand what both games are trying to do. I think Gearbox is trying to make a shooter mobile. Yeah. And that is where their dreams top out. 
Mm-hmm. Like they they don't dream any bigger than combining two of the biggest genre genres of video games out there into one fucking uh, genre. Oh, oh oh my god! Sorry, just uh, while I'm talking about uh, they're calling it a hero shooter. That is literally uh, Gearbox's official <clears throat> term. Yep. Is a hero shooter. Uh, I coined that term. I'm gonna fucking own that one. Okay, I coined that term. Fucking the first time I went and saw Battleborn. Motherfuckers. <laughs> no credit, though, obviously. Um, I said it in passing as well. I was like, oh, you know, these hero shooters like Overwatch and uh, and Dirty Bomb. And uh, they're like, oh, we don't really have a name for it. I, I still have the fucking <laughs> we, we do now. Yeah. <laughs> Someone got a promotion for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, anyway... Yeah, their biggest dream is to combine these two genres uh, into one thing, one coherent, fun game. And uh, by the, I don't know, but Blizzard, on the other hand, wants to do those two things and it wants to make something unbelievably accessible. And it was very easy for them to make an unbelievably accessible MOBA with Heroes of the Storm because they had the groundwork laid already. They already had this, like, you know, Dota or League of Legends or, like, you know, you could fucking... You could work your way down, right? Like, you could start with Dota 2 all the way up at the tippy top of the pinnacle of the fucking genre Mm -hmm. and working it way down a bit to League of Legends and work your way down a little bit more to Heroes of New Earth, if you can still remember it, and work your way down to what they... We are not creating with Heroes of the Storm. And it's accessible. It is. Like, there's no fucking denying it. Heroes of the Storm is an unbelievably accessible MOBA, and it works. It works really well. It's, you know, viewable. It's watchable. It's uh, fun to play as long as you can deal with toxicity. It's, like, it does everything it's supposed to do. Yep. On the other hand, Overwatch, they don't have a template to, to work from. They don't have something to build off of. And it, gone are the days when Blizzard would create from scratch gone gone is the diablo blizzard Mm -hmm. that blizzard isn't here anymore this blizzard works to make things unbelievably accessible and that is what they do well and the template that they're attempting to work off for overwatch is team fortress 2 and that's i think that's part of overwatch's failing it, because Team Fortress 2 is already unbelievably accessible. It's like you, you, you're you scraping too far down now. Like there's, there's nowhere lower really to go. And when I say low, obviously I'm not saying that accessibility is bad, just to clarify. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying that like if we are talking about it as a stacking tier of complexity, then um, yeah, Team Fortress 2 is pretty much the fucking bedrock. And so you're drilling into bedrock to make it any more accessible. And so as a result, Overwatch uh, simply tries to differentiate itself from Team Fortress 2. And it doesn't really do any of the MOBA, the hero shooter MOBA things that uh, I think I want from uh, a melding of the genres. Like to the extent that I don't think Overwatch touches on MOBA elements at all. Um, yeah, other than like giving them abilities, mm. it's like the only thing that I can kind of see 
Exactly. Uh, where they yeah. got that sort of thing in there. Which is why when I played it, I thought it was really strange because I thought it was right. one of these hero shooter type things. But yeah, it's not. <laughs> no. Um, and yeah, like once again, that's not necessarily a bad thing because everyone, lo- like not everyone, but lots of people love Team Fortress 2. It was, it was a fucking classic. But like there's no reason to play Overwatch if you can already play Team Fortress 2, in my opinion. It doesn't really add that much to the table. The accessibility elements of Overwatch are what provide the starkest uh, comparison point to Battleborn, in my my opinion. Because, like, so I was playing... uh, We were playing PvP, and uh, PvP in Battleborn is Mobaresque. It's single lane, but... You've got creeps, you've got towers, you've got, like, everything you're supposed to have. You've got camps, like, all these things. There's, oh, I can't remember right off the top of my head if last hitting was a thing. I'm pretty sure it isn't. I'm pretty sure anyone who gets a hit gets some uh, access to the XP from the kill. Hmm. Um, I don't think it's important, like... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a, a thing. I don't even think you can shoot your own creeps. So I'm pretty sure it's there's no denial. No, there's but, not. But th- that doesn't matter. That, that, like that's unimportant. The reality is, I was playing. We were playing PvP. I was playing as the healer. Uh, there's there's a healer in it that is unbelievably similar to uh, Zenyatta in Overwatch. Yeah, and I think the difference between the two characters. I can't I'm, unfortunately. Um, I don't have access to my video that I captured, mm-hmm. but uh, so I can't give you the name of the hero. But uh, yeah, the the difference between the the two characters sort of sums up my beliefs, like the difference between the two games and why I think I prefer Battleborn. And the difference is that uh, Zenyatta is supposedly a healer. His, his class is support, uh, but all of his skill uh, attacks, are, like all of his skill, I don't know, skills, uh, skill-based abilities yep. are tied to d- dealing damage. So if he wants to deal damage, he has to use actual player skill to aim and shoot and shit like that. Uh, while his healing is very much fire and forget, he gives you a, a orb of harmony and you get health back, and that's about it. Um, the same, the same character in Battleborn has very, I don't know, uh, generous offensive abilities. Uh, that you need to aim and shoot and you need to do all the killing yourself. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, to do any healing, he needs to switch away and specifically do healing and he needs to aim his healing in the same way that Mercy needs to aim healing, but with like, it's a less forgiving fucking auto target. So Mercy sort of latches a beam on and it sort of finds its way to a friendly on its own. Uh, this is more like the medic in Team Fortress where it's it's certainly doing some of the work for you, but it's not doing nearly as much as Mercy's is. And I think that exemplifies it. Like you have to do like this skill involved in every single level mm-hmm. of Battleborn's game. Like there's no... Uh, 
no fucking hand holding no oh yeah this is a fire and forget you yeah you're doing healing now and you can do whatever you want no you got to be fucking thinking you got to be thinking okay my team needs heals i i need to i need to do some damage to this guy to push him back because he's just going to push the lane okay i need to fall back uh kill some creeps get some heals on my team okay everyone's dead i need to be running now and like shit like that like you've got to actually you've got the, the fucking the essence of a moba where you're constantly reprioritizing and doing risk analysis to work out what your next best move is at a on at like on a fucking it minuscule timer is right there with battleborn and with with Overwatch, it just didn't feel like it was there. And, like, bear in mind that I've played fucking heaps of Overwatch and I've played maybe an hour and a half of Battleborn and I already felt that way in Battleborn. And I was playing, you know, not necessarily with the best teammates or, you know, we weren't playing at the highest level, but I already felt like the concept was there for players who want to be in that sort of mindset, in that mobile mindset. And I've never felt that way in Overwatch. It's always just sort of felt like, well, if they push this fucking payload any further, they're going to win. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Diva, and uh, I'm going to sit here and soak up as much damage, and I'll try and convince the rest of my team to go Diva so we can fucking all explode and just keep exploding <laughs> on the fucking payload until they go away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's like, that's... I think that's that's why I like Battleborn more is because the skill elements combined with that cascading sense of priority management. It's it's actually a MOBA and a shooter at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I played um uh I played it about four or five months ago. I was in the closed uh alpha. Oh yeah. Was, um which I st- yeah, I can't talk about. Um, all I'll say is that I enjoyed it. So, all right. yeah, yeah, cool. Um, that's about all I got. I can't talk about. Hang on, can I? No, I can't talk about any of the story stuff I saw. So, yeah, that's about all I got. Um, I would say that uh, I think they could do a little bit more. Like at the moment, the skill system. Mm-hmm. You sort of go down this DNA sequence where you've got two strands, and like you pick one or the other of your skills. Yep. Uh, I would prefer it if that was a bit more complex. I don't think two is enough to really create build diversity, but uh, I guess at the same time they have to like balance it all against the reality of every single hero needs to be skill shot based. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe they're stuck. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Rad. Um, oh, I'm yeah. amped. I'm amped. Yeah. I noticed you put an E at the end of Battleborn. Oh, uh, you know, we're bringing it back, aren't we? <laughs> we're bringing it back. <laughs> That's yep. what we should be doing. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't put a fucking E at the end. Like, it doesn't make any sense, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make it. It's sense. stupid. Ridiculous. Um, do you know how many spelling mistakes they're going to make, like, in reviews for this game? 
They, they're going to be everywhere. No more than Gears of War Judgment, I assume. Why is that? I spelled Judgment without an E. Oh. It was like J-U-D-G-M-E-N-T. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So did you put one in there every time you talked about it? Yes, I did. Yeah, fuck them. In my, in my review of the game on Game Arena, uh, I spoke... I use the word judgment as much as possible. Almost, I think I almost got it in one per paragraph. I was really hamming up. And then every time I'd have to say the name of the game, I'd remove the E. <laughs> yep. Good times. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the Division came out last week. It did. Small little game. Yeah. It's apparently done all right for them. Uh, I think it's the highest selling, their highest selling IP or something like that. Newest, newest IP. I don't know what it's called. Anyway, it's all to fuck lot. The fuck load, like $330 million or something over 24 hours or some bullshit. Yeah. It's crazy. It's huge. Yeah. Um, it's good. I mean, it's a game that desperately needs a player, a player base, right? So... Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, I've played a lot of it. I'm probably maybe 40 hours, about 40 hours in. I've hit the level cap uh, in the single player. Um, in the dark zone, I'm at about 28, I think. I think the level cap in there is 50, maybe. Okay. It's, it could be a bit higher. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I haven't read much on that. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of conflicted about the game, like... I'm in, I'm enjoying it, but it, there's still a lot of problems that I can see with it. Yeah. Um. Ma- mainly related to content, there's really not much in there. <laughs> right. It's it's one of those you know Ubisoft games where, uh, you like you look at the map and there's just shit everywhere. It's like plastered in stuff to do. Yeah. Um, but once you get in there and start doing some of this stuff, you realize that. You're just doing the same thing over and over again. Yep. Uh, and there's only like four or five different things they give you. And that can kind of get, you know, 10 hours in it, it it's fun and exciting and it's kind of cool, but not 30 hours in when you're kind of doing the same thing over and over again. Uh, like when, when I started the game, I pretty much cleared the first like three or four areas of, of um, like everything, just cleaning up. Yep. Uh, and then it just got too tedious and being like, well, I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to stick with uh, the single player missions and yep. kind of get my way through that. So, yeah, I think that for me is probably the biggest problem that I've, I've seen with it is just not enough content in there. It would, would be nice if there were more things to do. Or more, sorry, more a variety, more variety of things to do uh, rather than just like here's uh, a mission where you have to rescue someone and they put that in there like 30 times for you to go on to, um, you know, two times in each area or something. So it can get a bit, quite a bit repetitive. Um, and then there's issues with the uh, the way it kind of, uh, my cat is doing shit, uh, basically where it uh, like scales when you're with other players. It does weird things with that. Um, it's kind of hard to play with other people if they're not your level. Uh, yep. even, even like small, um, you know, two, if they're like maybe two levels below you, it can be 
it can be a bit of a problem for them as well. So um, basically what it seems to be doing is if, if you join uh, together with a party and they're a lower level, it'll throw more enemies at you, but uh, because the other person isn't really doing as much damage, um, they're not really helping too much. They're just hindering <laughs> your progress because there's, there's twice as many people and um, they can't help. So you kind of get overwhelmed and and that can kind of suck. And then the other person's not having any fun because they're not they're just dying all the time. And yeah, just yeah. weird weird things like that where it seems like they I, I don't know, but it seems strange that maybe like did did they not test with this with a lot of people or something? Like there were issues on the day one where people were um, having to line up to try and get into the game because there was like one terminal you have to use to kind of get yourself going. Yeah. Um, and it's just like weird shit like that where they didn't think of how many people would be trying to play this game at the same time and uh, mm-hmm. and having one computer for people to log into. Um, like physically in the game. Sorry, not physically, but like something you need to go do in the game. And people were starting to like, uh, you know, police it by having people, like you can see photos on the internet of just lines of people just standing around. Yeah. To to do stuff, it's just like it doesn't seem like they thought about it or um or really tried it with a bunch of people. Just yeah, just weird decisions like that is, is super strange. Um, but otherwise, like it's still I'm still enjoying it. It's a lot of fun, you know, especially with other people. Um, I've been rolling around with with Drew most uh most of the game, mm-hmm. and um yeah, like that sort of stuff is really cool and fun, but if you're out there by yourself it's kind of yeah it can you know like most multiplayer games when you're playing with somebody else you're having a lot more um, fun with it but I don't know if I could recommend to someone to play this game unless they're playing with other people Um, just because the content isn't there Um, the variety of content and also uh, like the story sucks story shithouse there's no point playing the game for the story uh, I can't tell you what the fuck happens in it because it's just terrible. Yeah. There's, there's like literally a fucking helicopter fight at the end of this game. Spoilers? Yeah, I don't care. Fuck it. Like, if you give me a fight where the boss is a fucking helicopter, get stuffed. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb and like, oh, unoriginal. How a fucking unoriginal? It's like a helicopter fight. Come on, man. Uh, I like. I was joking when we were doing that mission. I was like, "This isn't a fucking like. They're not doing this, are they? We're gonna have to shoot a fucking helicopter down." Um, yeah, just uh, it's so frustrating that they do so many cool things with this game, and then um, there's other bits where you're like, "Did they? Did they think about what they were doing, or <laughs> like, uh, or is it because there was 400 studios working on this game at the same? Like, there wasn't. It wasn't one of those." Um, Assassin's Creed games where they've got multiple different studios around the world working on it. It's, um, ah, fucking cat. Um, it is, you know, it's one studio from what I understand, massive. It's, they're all there, right? <laughs> they're all talking to each other. But it's just got this weird disconnect between different systems and what's going on and, uh, just strange choices. Uh, anyway. Uh, no, the helicopter. I was just joking about it. There's no helicopter. Uh, no, there is. Uh, but it's not a. It's not the end of the, the game. But it's just just weird. Like it, Destiny, at least. Um, you know, it was kind of 
interesting what they were trying to do with that game and and um sorry my cat is fucking annoying the shit out of me um yeah so destiny like did all this stuff and kind of set the bar but it looks like they've taken a look at that and sort of you know not learn from some of the mistakes that that game has done Mm -hmm. uh, and kind of done the same thing in some areas so yeah like i don't know i don't know how i feel about it um but the the stuff in the dark zone is interesting you can kind of so this is the multiplayer uh pvp aspect of the game where you can roll in and and uh basically look for high-end gear and shoot other players if you want or go in there and um you know be i guess like a policeman and hunt rogues which is kind of cool we were doing that the other night um rolling around with four people and just going in and stomping a bunch of dudes but again like with with the dark zone content unless someone is the same level as you you can't like um you you can't even see them if they're a, if they're a lower level you they'll be in uh, a different instance to you so oh, really? i so i can't grab heath and or, or you know you i can't play with you in the dark zone because we're at such a different level um basically the dark zone uh content or the continents is broken up into different areas um i think there's like six of them and the way it works is if you jump into an area um it instances it based on your skill level so everyone around you is about the same level um, but each time you go up to a new area it kind of makes the enemies a little bit harder and harder so mm-hmm. you're not like this is a level 30 area you should be in this area it's like this whole area is a level 30 area um, but we scale it up, make the enemies harder as you start moving north. So the more players that you have in your team, you'll be able to take on a few more dudes and, and hopefully get better gear. Um, which is not the way I thought it was going to work. I thought it was going to be split up into areas of like, this is a level 1 to 15 area, this is a level 5 to 20, that type of thing. Yep. 15 to 20. Um, yeah, but it doesn't work like that at all. It's just this whole area is is for you. And um, if anybody else is uh, is a lower level than you that that's part of your friends, then you're not going to see them in here. Uh, yeah, hmm. so I don't know. Like, it's, it's a fun game, but it's still got lots of problems, um, which is disappointing. Yeah. How have you found it so far? You're, what, a couple couple um, hours in? 15 hours in now. Uh, I've been hitting it pretty hard. Uh, I'm already seeing what you've been talking about with the uh, tedium of the mission design. Yeah. Um, there are, at best, I think eight different mission archetypes. Um, you know... Uh, either like then this split depending on what sort of um, like mission you're attempting to do whether it's the green the blue or the yellow or the generic yeah um, and so yeah you sort of you know what you're getting into pretty much immediately it seems uh, and it's I think it's at its worst when you're uh, too weak for a mission, I guess. Like, or not too weak, but like not quite as powerful as you could be. Um, it's 
the way the game skill gates is very uh, in your face. It's very, I don't know, it's, it's not user-friendly uh, because you'll ref- work out very quickly that you're not using the right equipment. Uh, not, not because you'll die, just because fights will take so much longer than they need to. Yeah. Uh, they will just continue on and on and on uh, while you attempt to fucking kill the the you know boss mm-hmm. uh, or the like. They're not even bosses. I mean, I don't I don't even think I know what a boss is yet. Is a yellow dude a boss? Uh, it, yeah, yellow guys are generally like elites, um, but there is uh, like a gold color as well, uh, which are, I think they're the bosses. Okay. Well, I don't think I've come across any of them yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you the the color difference between the yellow and gold is, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to notice at first. Oh, okay. So yeah, your yellow guys are like your elites, and then there's a gold, yeah, gold color that'll that'll show them as a boss. Yeah. Okay. And generally, those guys are the ones that have um, armor. Uh, so you'll have to shred their armor off first, and then and then once you do that, you'll get in there and just smash them. Right. Um, yeah, like at, at this point, uh, like I, I keep playing, but for love of God, I just want to be able to play with someone else. Like, I don't think it would feel as mind numbingly the same if there was someone else to talk to while I played, but yeah. <laughs> it, like nobody's going to fucking play with me because I'm like 15 levels below you and I'm like 10 levels below Heath and five levels below Nathan and like all our usual, I'm now 15 levels above fucking Fjaren. So like, yeah, the, the way that the game is cr- like created a social aspect is well and truly end game heavy like it's lopsided to the point that it may as it might actually fucking sink the whole thing like yeah like if if people can't i'm already feeling like i'm reaching these fucking plateaus like i reached a plateau at about level 12 where i just sort of didn't know what i was supposed to do to get to the next level mm-hmm. i had to run all the way across the other side of the fucking city to find some new fucking missions that i could actually do yeah because uh, I'd, I'd revealed a bunch of missions that are level 26 and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's no fucking good to me. But, yeah, I had no <laughs> level 12 missions. Uh, so, yeah, like, it's it's kind of a bit ridiculous the way that that works. Um, I don't know. Like, is I'm pretty sure it's going to plateau again. Is it going to plateau many more times? I, like, I honestly don't know how you're playing it by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I had a lot of fun playing like with Drew um, and, and powering through that, but uh, I mean, like it makes it a little bit more challenging at least with a second player. Um, even doing you like after you basically finish uh, the game or hit the level cap, mm. um, you start getting dailies as well. Yeah, and that'll give you more uh, better gear and whatnot. And that stuff's really challenging. We were rolling through as a, a group of four the other night and. And you kind of get these like big bottle net uh, fights that kind of happen. Yep. And that stuff's really cool because it takes, you know, it can take a couple of minutes to kind of get through. Yep. Uh, and you can't just really 
just run in and just, uh, you know, go Rambo, which towards the end of the game, you can kind of start doing that in the normal missions. Um, these ones, you've got to really think about it because you get shot maybe three or four times and it can put you down if you're not careful. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't... I, it's a much better, it's a much better game playing with somebody else. And uh, if I was you, I'd probably just yeah do those missions that you like that you can like focus on the mandatory ones, and then um, don't collect any of that side bullshit with the uh, you know collecting um, what is it? They're like beacons or something where it's like go here and then you find it and then it's like all right go this direction like that that shit's just a waste of time and right. you don't get any XP from that. It's like three hundred XP, mm-hmm. which is what two enemies or something you can kill so i would just roll around and um just focus on the day the uh the main missions and try and get your level up so you can do that yeah okay yeah i guess i'm gonna have to um because i like i don't even know if i can i tried to get heath and i played a mission um very early on where i was like he was way below me and i said oh i'll jump into your game and we'll just we'll bump it up to hard and we'll just run through um, we were just we were just getting fucking smashed because he couldn't he couldn't help at all because um, he was just getting like two shot yeah and then the guys were just basically at my level <laughs> so you know I was like level fourteen and he was like level eight or something and we were just getting like I got to the point where I was like we can't do this like I don't know how it's fucking possible for us to do this but we eventually did it just took fucking ages yeah so like even if I jumped into your game to try and help. And just power you through it. Like, I don't think we could. <laughs> we, we, yeah. might, we might struggle. Maybe because I'm at the cap now and I've done um, more DZ stuff and I've got better gear. Maybe that would help, but you wouldn't have any fun at all. Yeah. Uh, like, that's, <laughs> I, I guess, like, am, I'm not really having fun now. At the moment. <laughs> like, yeah. I. I but that's the thing, right? Like, I am sort of having fun. Like, I enjoy the game world. I think they've done a really good job of creating this game world uh, that is engaging and interesting and uh, has a lot to it. And so I don't mind following the fucking beacons and finding out the, you know, the fucking echoes or whatever the fuck. I don't actually mind that yeah. so much. Um, but, like, because it, it does, it continues to grow the, the world that I actually really enjoy. But... Yeah, I, I, I think the gunplay is actually pretty decent considering everyone takes fucking 4,000 more bullets than they should. But um, it's just so tedious when your weapons aren't up to scratch. Like, I'm now finding myself staying well on top of my weapon situation only because it means things die that much quicker. Like, the difference between being like having a weapon that is sort of good and uh, not really good enough is literally tens of seconds. Like it's tens of seconds per enemy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you just like, that's just a ridiculous difference, you know, like it's a crazy uh, contrast and yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of that. Um, What, Another thing that's been annoying me is um, the game fucking uh, bugs you a lot about shit. It'll be like, oh, you've got one piece of evidence unwashed. 
go and watch it, watch it now, watch it now. It's on your fucking screen the entire time you're playing. Like, even when you're out in the world trying to shoot some shit, down in the bottom left, one piece of evidence unwatched, and you're like, I don't fucking care. If I wanted to watch it, I'd go and watch it. Please let me dismiss this. So I go in, and I'll start the video, and then I'll kill it. I'll kill the video immediately, and I'll go back out, because at least it's not fucking telling me anymore. But then, every other time I go somewhere, it'll be like, oh, you can go upgrade something at the fucking base base operations. Yeah, I don't want to. How do I tell you this? How do I tell you that I don't want to spend the 200 fucking points that I've got, because I'd rather spend fucking 400 points unlocking something worthwhile? Yeah. You know, like, how do I fucking get through to you, you fucking game? Um, yeah, it's constantly bugging with this shit. And the people in the streets, every one of them deserves a bullet. <laughs> if you fail to give someone a fucking bottle of water in time, they're like, oh, screw you. Oh, fucking what? Because I didn't want to give you a bottle of water. Right? You're not fucking owed a bottle of water, lady. Fuck you. And you can't shoot them either, which is just the worst. Uh, like, you know, you should be able to kill everyone all the time. Uh, I saw a I saw an echo where some dude is a division agent and the echo's like, oh, you've been activated, division agent, blah, 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 blah. And uh, this stand, like, bystander's like, what the fuck does activated me? Are you in the CIA or something? And the guy pulls out his gun and shoots him in the brain and goes, or something, and then walks away. He can kill people willy-nilly. How come I can't kill people willy-nilly? Like, it's not, like, what, the only people I'm allowed to kill are fucking gangsters who are, like, trying to search through fucking dead bodies? How do I know that these dead, these gangsters did anything wrong before I murder them? Because they got a fucking red bar above their fucking body? I don't fucking think so. That's not fucking, that's not enough. It's not you, like, the fucking, no, not even Judge Dredd used that. Like, that wouldn't be enough fucking cause for fucking Judge Dredd to pull out his fucking lawmaker and start blowing people away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you were found near a dead body. Oh, I got to kill you. Bang, 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 bang. No, I don't think so. No, that's not how that works. Fucking, but I will, I will like, grenade a motherfucker. I'll, like, pitch a grenade right into them. I'll attach a grenade to their back while they're desperately trying to search through someone's pockets for food. Just to make sure that they die before they can even get a shot off at me. It's ridiculous. Mm. Uh, I do like the game, though. I've got one kill in the Dark Zones so far. I went nice. specifically hunting for it. Um, I've like I've gotten a bunch of loot out of the Dark Zone. Um, I, it's... I don't know. Sniper rifles are still well overpowered in the Dark Zone, it seems. In my opinion. I mean, I don't know how it is at the end game, but... Uh, yeah, from my perspective, uh, you know, I was level 14 because uh, the initial uh, Dark Zone. Uh, sends you in there in your mission. Hey? Yeah, I, it, it, there's a mission where it sends you in there. Oh, I just went in there. Um, at level 14, I just sort of fucking blasted in. But, um, yeah, like the uh, Dark Zone window mm. matchmaking window is from level one to 14 yep so i decided to get to level 14 and then i went in because i was the highest possible level yeah seemed like a good good plan um rolling around it gets like the fucking ai is scarier prospect than the fucking 
people. Like, the AI in there, all of them have armor. All of them are elites. All of them take fucking a billion fucking bullets to die. Yeah. Uh, fucking rough. But uh, eventually, like, I I saw these, these rogues, like, well, well far away from me. And uh, I must have chased them for fucking ages. And I'm just, like, sprinting past these AI who are shooting at me and I'm like dodging and don't care. No time for AI. And, uh, they'd been sort of, they'd been caught between some AI and a, um, and the dark zone exit. And they were just sort of waiting for their like counters to go down so they could get out. But Mm -hmm. I don't think they realized that they'd have to get out of combat as well. Didn't matter. Uh, so they'd sort of, They'd sort of peek out and try to take some shots at the AI and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I just sort of sat at the back with my sniper rifle and uh, I shot them hmm. uh, in the head. Uh, they didn't die. Uh, it took out a chunk of health, though, about a third of their health. And they'd, uh, they'd heal themselves. And then I'd do it again. And eventually they must have run out of med kits because they weren't healing themselves anymore. And uh, they started getting, like, very panicky and hiding in corners where they thought I couldn't get to them. But uh, I could get to them. And uh, so, yeah, killed them. That was pretty good. They didn't drop any loot. They were just rogues for the sake of being rogues. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I haven't seen many rogues. We've probably run into four, I think, that uh, that I've seen. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think there's enough incentive in there for you to go rogue. Right. Because basically, like, once you get to endgame content, um, you, you, like, you're getting legendaries, and that's what you're looking for, and they're not really, um, you know, it's kind of hard to tell what the other person is, like, what they've got. Like, <laughs> there's no point killing a bunch of dudes and then being like, well, you had all shit, they're all purples, or something like that. Or, um, yeah, without knowing kind of what they've got makes it really hard. Right. Like, do you go after that person or not? It just doesn't seem like there's enough incentive to actually go after and just kill random people, um, mm-hmm. other than just like looking through their shit and then dropping it all. Well, because you, well, you, you can't actually, um, it, like, you can't uh, deconstruct anything. You've got to get it out of there to do anything at all. So, yeah. Um, and if you kill one person, you're probably guaranteed to to fill up straight away. Um, right. Yeah, and I. I think they give you a little bit of bonus, bonus XP for completing your rogue timer. But yeah, I don't think that's enough for people to go in there. It's better just to, to go and do the uh, the missions inside and work through that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went rogue once. Yeah. Uh, it was an accident. I just popped a fucking flare and I was trying to get some shit out. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It um, this dude dodged in front of me. It wasn't on purpose. It wasn't trying to. He wasn't trying to trigger me to go rogue. Um, and luckily, uh, very luckily, I like he, he'd gone rogue when I dodged in front of him earlier, and I didn't murder him. And I could have. He was on a sliver of health, um, but I didn't murder him. And uh, so. When the same thing happened, he let me go. But I did have to run away and deal with some AI. Uh, and I missed out on the fucking uh, extraction that I'd called, which was annoying. Yeah. So I had to wait another minute and a half. 
Because, like, in, in DayZ, there's consequence to, to dying, right? Yeah. Because, you know, you lose all your stuff, you die, um, you know, it, it's it's a huge error. It takes a lot of time and investment to go to get started again. Um, so, like, when you come across another player in DayZ, you are, you're very cautious. You don't know what, you know, what they're going to do. It's very tense. Yep. Um, but in this, because there's no like there's no risk reward to it it's just like you just run around with other people and it's not like wow are these guys going to kill me or are they not like it doesn't matter if they do because you respawn 200 meters back you know on the the south side of the screen it's not that huge of a deal maybe you'll drop your shit uh, but it probably wasn't good shit anyway so yeah like i think there needs to be some sort of more emphasis in there as to like like a risk of going rogue or a risk to other players because uh, at the moment it, there there is none it's just like there's other people in here and you can kind of run around with them yeah um which sucks because i thought it was going to be a little bit more like you know like they've got those uh, emotions in uh uh in there where you can kind of you know like the surrender thing like yep. who the fuck is ever going to use that yeah because like you can't drop anything Yep. So you can't hold somebody up. Like, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> it's yeah. just strange. Yeah, I uh, no, I, I agree. I, I think they've uh, screwed up. To be honest, uh, I, I think the the dark zone, like based on what you're saying, I don't think the dark zone can operate the way it's supposed to, ever. Um. Like the way it, I guess the way it's supposed to, in the sense that it's supposed to create a zone of tension, mm-hmm. and the tension, the tension that exists is more uh, like in Daisy. It's tension because you wonder if someone will try to take what you've got. Yeah, right. But the tension in the division is where you wonder whether someone is bored today. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, this is, like, that is exactly what I lamented was going to happen when they introduced, uh, well, when they continued to introduce survival elements to DayZ, that they were driving the game in a direction that didn't, emphasize the tension that you want from a player versus player experience in that sort of game. What the survival of the fittest versus survival game thing again, you know, like if they turn Daisy into a survival game instead of a survival of the fittest game, then they are going to lose that specific, uh, player interaction. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose that, interaction where a player will take like attack you to take what they want because it will more likely be that a player will attack you because they are bored yeah and in the division yeah players attack you because they're bored or because they've been tricked into it because you dodged in front of them shit like that um yeah yeah um and and like once you, if you're killed by somebody, you lose you lose uh, experience in the dark zone, 
but maybe that's where they need to play with the rule. Or maybe make it. Uh, maybe mo- you need to lose more experience. I don't know. Right, you only lose dark zone experience. Dark zone experience. So, yeah, I mean that's a yeah. Well, because the problem is right. Like it's a loot game, and there's in in DayZ, which is you know you're looking for shit. It's usually not easy to find a weapon, or it can take a while to try and get cool shit. But in in the division, uh, there's stuff all over the place. Like there's there's mobs that are dropping stuff. There's chests. Like it's you're not you're not going to have a hard time finding stuff in that area. Yeah. Um, you know, we ran through the other nine. I got like I think two or three legendaries at one stage, and everything else was just purple. Like you get to a, a point where you don't pick up anything unless it's a purple or um, or a legendary because it's just not worth holding the other shit there. Because um, at least if it's if it's a purple and you can't use it, you can just sell it or deconstruct it, and you'll get you know stuff out of that. Um, but yeah, I think there's just maybe maybe there's too much loot in there. Maybe it's got to be harder to get it. Um, I'm not sure what the fix is for it, but uh, it, like it's a cool idea to be playing against other people and, and going after them. But if there's no incentive to do that. Then what, what's the point? Yeah. Then, like you said today this guy wants to be an asshole yeah um you know but there are stuff there's there's other missions and whatnot coming soon maybe you know maybe that'll bring more stuff to do in there i don't know but it it doesn't it looks like it's going to be out in the main area so um stuff's already popping up on the map that like this will be free content they're just kind of teasing it at the moment hmm but I, I sound like I'm really down on it. Like I, it does like, sound like you're really down on like it. Like I, I've had fun with it. Yeah. But I can just see all these problems that like are sticking out. I'm like, oh man, that sucks. Like they could have done a bit better in these areas. But um, I think the the like you get in there and you create a character and there's not that much variety in what you can do. Like there's like eight faces or something. It's just yeah, it's. It'd be better if I, I could make someone that was unique um, or it, it like gives you the option to put clothes on and change your clothes, but everything kind of looks the same and you don't really know when you pick something up if you've already got it. It could be something because um, it all looks the same color. You don't, you don't know if you've got it or not. It's just, um, yeah, it just does weird things. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of disappointing. But I still had fun with it, playing with other people, but yeah. You sound like you're done with it. Um, no, I'll probably, I was kind of done with it, but not now. <laughs> it looks like I'll probably jump in a little bit more, but just because I want to see what, what's kind of at the end of the Dark Zone content. Yeah. Um, you know, if there's anything else more to do or is it just running around and shooting dudes and getting more gear? Like, uh, I wouldn't mind getting my kit loaded out and just legendaries, but um uh, I'm not sure how long that's going to take. And the thing is, like, uh, uh, gives you all this currency as well to use in there to, to buy stuff. But because you kind of need to do a lot of stuff in there, I feel like by the time I get to the point where I can buy something, I'll probably be full of the stuff I need. So mm. I'm sure what the point is. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't know. It, it's still a fun game to play, but this, yeah, it's got problems. And hopefully they can address them and fix it. Yeah, like what Destiny did. Yep. 
I, I don't think I don't think it's actually as bad as Destiny. Yeah, as yeah, Destiny I, I wouldn't say that. Was, like, I don't think it's it's hard for me to say though. I mean, I don't think I think the loot situation is a lot better off in uh, the division because mm-hmm. it's not doing this random generation generated bullshit. <laughs> with the fucking engrams and stuff like that. There's no layers of fucking random on top of random on top of the random on top of random and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Still. Uh, there's stuff they could fix. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they can fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Cool. Cool. I think that's it. Short podcast. Short podcast. We can do some news, though. Let's do some news. Uh, maybe we can drag that out. Good plan. No. Um, <laughs> Sniper Elite 4 is coming out this year. Yeah. You've been a big fan of the other games, right? Uh, you know, a moderate fan, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I've got three, I think, but I've never played it. <laughs> right. It's one of those games where you see on Reddit, like, people doing stupid shit in that game and shooting people from a crazy distance and like the bullet ricocheting off a car door and then yep. going through four guys um, yeah I'd like to get in there and try it one time but but uh, yeah I can just always forget about it but are you excited for this you're excited yeah I think I'm excited I had a look at it it looks pretty fun they've got like shrapnel explosion uh, sorry shrapnel x-rays now so you if you can explode something uh and it takes someone out, it will, um, like, do the whole x-ray kill on them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to go back to World War Two again. Would you prefer, like, uh, lasers? Yeah, lasers. I want lasers. <laughs> um, no, like Vietnam or Korea or fucking, I don't know, somewhere else. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it looks kind of cool. Uh, check out the videos. You, you're going to see it looks looks much the same, I guess. Yeah. maybe. Is it on UE4 or is it still UE3? It seems like it's still UE3. Uh, I'm not sure I can check. Uh, I don't know if they've talked about it. Sniper Elite 4 is doesn't say <laughs> well the wikipedia page is like two lines it's being developed by rebellion that's yeah. it so mm. <coughs> oh sorry yeah i'm not sure um but the last one had cop didn't it did it i feel like i had co-op um, uh, maybe I don't know. it had multiplayer versus multiplayer. That was pretty entertaining. That's all I remember, though. Um, yeah, maybe it didn't have call. Maybe I'm thinking of a different game. I'm not sure. Anyway, that should be cool. Um, Microsoft shut down Lionhead. Just fucking pulled the plug. They also pulled the plug on uh, Fable Legends, which is being cancelled. Yeah, so uh, Microsoft's, I mean, people give EA a lot of shit about closing down studios. 
Yeah. But, uh, I'll tell you what, Microsoft's record is... Giving them a run? Uh, uh, it's. I think it's worse. Um, I think it's a lot worse, to be honest. It's um, It's one of those situations where... Like, if you actually have a look at the amounts of, uh, like, studio shut down under Microsoft Run, it's pretty fucking amazing. And I, I, there was a list, but I can't fucking find it at the moment. Um, uh, yes, no, yes, here we go. So list uh, they bought Bungie yep months away from Halo's release and forced them to port it to Xbox cancelling the PC version the PC and Mac version yeah the Mac version yeah because uh, that was originally unveiled as a, a Mac game yep um, and then they made them port it from Xbox to PC um, later on, which is hilarious. Uh, they bought FASA, uh, and then they ran Shadowrun and MechWarrior into the ground, uh, and then they shut FASA in 2007. They bought Rare in 2002. And, and they just kept them in their closet. They've, yes, basically just held them to make Killer Instinct games. They bought Lionhead in 2006, and uh, that shut down 10 years later. Uh, they started 343 uh, as a studio to do what Bungie no longer wanted to do. And 343 has proven themselves incapable of doing that right. And what Bungie wanted to do instead wound up being um, very successful, at least initially anyway. Um they killed Ensemble Studios, Ace Studios, Microsoft Flight Team, uh, and Carbonated Games. Yep. Um, and that's it. They've killed a lot of studios. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Lionhead uh, was, I guess, that's the Peter Molyneux studio. Um they made black and white, uh, Fable, mm-hmm. uh, the movies, and then basically Fable <laughs> for the last like eight years. Uh, they've been stuck on making Fable games, which, um, yeah, the ones that they've put out in the last couple of years haven't been that great. And it's always been weird games like that Connect One and um, uh, like the role playing. RPG with a bunch of people like they're just weird things they're putting out there I don't know if it was their fault or like yeah. I feel like Microsoft could be to blame for that one um, it's, it's really hard to tell but yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know eh? it's just odd the way that they've uh, like Lionhead I think Lionhead got away with some shit for far longer than they might have deserved to considering they had a Molyneux-shaped noose around their neck, but still, uh, they had a game coming out. What the fuck? Right? Like, it's just crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, what else is there? Uh, Microsoft. Speaking of Microsoft, uh, has announced its cross-play, um, cross-network play for games that use Xbox Live. Mm. So this will be between um, the Xbox One and PC. Yep. And also other gaming consoles, as they put it. Uh, uh-huh. It's up to the developers whether or not they want this functionality in there, so they've got to implement it. Um, yep. But that would, in inter- like that would mean that you could play with uh, people on PlayStation, essentially. Which kind of cool? It is. It is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna. We're gonna have to wait and see how it gets implemented. I guess. Yeah. Um, like, I guess for certain games, it could be interesting. Um, but stuff on like shooters across the PC and Xbox, that's not going to work. Take um, like Battleborn, for example. Yeah. If Battleborn is on, like, you're playing with people who are on Xbox and you're on PC, you're going to fucking ruin them. Yeah. Uh huh. It's going to be a devastating fucking situation for anyone playing on Xbox, which makes it even more questionable a plan like i completely commend them for like deciding to finally do it but yeah like for years the argument has been well you know the experience uh of the people on the xbox is going to be really bad so why would we do this now they're just like oh fuck it like yeah go on yeah but it can work in situations uh you know, like maybe a fighting game, uh, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, like that sort of stuff, I think is it's okay where it would work. Um, but the, yeah, there's certain games that just wouldn't be good. Um, yeah, competitive games, I think shooter competitive games might be a problem. But if they were to put like, uh, I don't know, Minecraft on there or something, like that sort of stuff is, is a better idea. Hmm. Anyway, we'll see what happens, I guess. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah. Interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation. Frozen Synapse 2. Frozen Synapse 2. All right, you skipped one. Uh, you watched the trailer, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Did it explain much of, like, what you were kind of wondering? Um, not, not really, but it does. It still seems brilliant. Um. I I don't know. You've you got to watch the trailer. So basically, Frozen Synapse 2 is going to be an open-world turn-based tactical shooter um, in the same vein as Frozen Synapse. And you're going to be able to roam around this massive city that you can you can regenerate any city as, as you play and, like, generate a new city and play through that. And it's so it's the same levels that were in... Um, frozen synapse except now they're huge and now you can breach into buildings to attack places and stuff like that and it just seems bananas in scope it seems super duper ultra ambitious yeah and I can't wait I'm super excited and the fucking the soundtrack for the trailer is just awesome it's really good they've always had awesome music in frozen synapse Um, all the Frozen, no games, mode mode seven. That's it. Mode seven games, um, and yeah, Frozen Synapse two. This trailer is no no fucking different. Mm. You got to check it out. It's really good. So are they like a big studio? No. I so, think so how how the fuck have they pumped out 
game so quickly? Um, well, I guess art assets-wise, they're not that dramatic, are they? Sort of red versus green with a blue background. Yeah, uh, but, like, they, they pushed out Frozen Synapse and then, uh, uh, was it Frozen Cortex it was called or something? Yeah, like that. yeah. Yeah, and then, like, you know, from, from a game, like, you would expect them to be like, all right, here's Frozen Synapse 2, we've... We've got new levels, uh, you know, whatever, all this, like, basically the same game, but a few more additions in there. Um, but they haven't done that from the looks of it. It's like, we've fucking redesigned, like, it's an open world game now. Like, what? <laughs> it just yeah. seems like a lot of effort has gone into it. Um, maybe they've announced it too early? I don't know. When's it supposed to come out? This year, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, friends and synapse. Yeah, it doesn't, so... Anyway. Yeah, it seems, like, a lot bigger in scope compared to the last game. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Which is, I don't know, awesome. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right, anything else to add on that one? No. PlayStation okay. VR. Yep. It's coming out. This it's coming October. out yep. in October in Australia. For, for a decent 550 price. 550 Australian dollars. Yeah. Crazy pants. Yeah. That's affordable. That's unbelievable. Like, we were kind of waiting for somebody to come out and undercut someone. And, yeah, Sony have fucking undercut everybody. By a significant amount. It's yeah. nearly, like... You double the price. You still couldn't get one of the other ones. Mm. What are they going for here now? Like it's twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars for the uh, for the Facebook's one, and then Vive is like what sixteen hundred dollars, something like that. Something stupid. Yeah, yeah. This one's five forty nine. Um, you know, it's. I think we were saying originally. I, I'm not sure how they can price this. Like they can't obviously price this higher than a console, can they? They like yeah. they can't put a fucking thousand dollar unit out and be like here it is um but it is pretty close to the console price it's it's about on you know 50 dollars more expensive or about on par depending on what type of bundle you want with the console yeah but also like the i think the games are going to be a big thing like what games are going to come out for it um you know or is it going to be something like there's going to be four or five games and then We'll have to wait and see what happens. Like, maybe it takes off, maybe it doesn't. Um, yeah, I'm still hesitant about getting one. <laughs> I'm going to get one. Yeah. I'll, I'll get a PSVR. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be interested to see if uh, how quickly it's hacked to work on PC. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think they should just let it, right? I think so. And they would just destroy, like, um, Vive and, and uh, what's the other one? The, Oculus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, if I was them, I'd be like, all right, you can use it on uh, any platform. Fuck it. And just let them go. But I, I think it comes with a it comes with a uh, separate box, right? To, to code stuff? I'm not sure. Yeah. Some sort of... I remember there being a box um, that came with it, so... Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, I think the games are a big factor. If they do open it up to, to PC, um, 
that'll be a huge win for them, I think. Because that's like my thing as well. I'd rather get one that works on all of them or, you know, I don't want to have three different headsets to have to have in my, like, house. It's dumb. I don't know. But that's a good price. I like that price. It's a lot better and affordable. Yeah. Uh, it looks yeah. like EB uh, have already sold out of their pre-orders yesterday. Shit. So. Nice. Uh, sure. How many they plant? How many they sold, or they got a small allocation? But yeah, looks like they, they're doing all right so far. It's pretty cool. Mm. And the thing I heard a lot is like the the PlayStation one is is one of the better ones out of them, or the best one out of the three. Which is what? It's here. Like people that have used all of them. Oh right. Uh, I always hear that the PlayStation one is actually really good. Um, I think it's like, well, my experience, it was very comfortable. Uh, so, like, you barely noticed that it was on. So, it's got that going for it. But, yeah. Oh, the other thing is uh, you, you're you going to have to, you need a camera and some waggle sticks. Move controllers, yeah. Yeah. If you don't have them. Which I'm okay with because I've got that stuff. So I don't think I have a camera. Um, I probably do somewhere, to be honest. Yeah, maybe I don't have a camera. Uh, well, I've got a PlayStation 3 camera. Will that work? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it won't. Maybe I need a camera. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway. Yeah, that's awesome. Good news. Go Sony. They, they, they must be losing money, right, on that? They've got to be. Because, like, all I've heard from Oculus and... Five is like, yeah, we're not making much money on our headsets. Like, if they're undercutting by a lot, um, surely they're not making any money. Yeah. I think that's their, their thing, right? They're just taking a risk on it just so they can get it out there, which is why they need to open it up to other platforms. Tight. All right. That's Don't it. Now we've got an email. All right. We got an email, do we? From, from our regular emailer. Uh, okay. That's a gapodcast.gmail.com. Yep. Uh, Cameron writes in. Hey, Gap. Recently upgraded to an Android phone from a Windows phone. Dark, dark days. And now that I'm actually capable of playing games on my phone, I wanted to know which ones you think are worth my time. Am I enjoying the original Plants vs. Zombies? And I'm checking out Crossy Road at the moment. Uh, Are you you playing anything at the moment on your phone? My phone? Um, No. 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 Uh, I've still got Hearthstone in- installed on my phone. Um, you might enjoy You Must Build a Boat, which is a uh, match three game in the vein of sort of uh, Puzzle Quest. Um, it's, it's good fun. Uh, Deep Loot is an interesting little roguelike that has a bit of legs to it. And otherwise, Desert Golfing is the game I spend most of my uh, toilet time with. So those were You Must Build a Boats, Deep Loot, Desert Golfing, and Hearthstone if you're into Hearthstone. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I got right back into Desert Golfing recently. It's just sort of... Very 
minimalistic. Mm. So, yeah, there you go. That's yeah. what I got. Yeah, I haven't played much phone games hmm. um, in a long time. Email us in. Let us know what's a good phone game. Yeah. Tell yeah. us on Android. I need a good one. Yeah. Um, if it's iPhone only, so help you. I swear to God. Um, anyway. Uh, next week we draw our our thing, huh? Our competition. Uh, yeah, giveaway. We should do that. Uh, I forgot to mention it last week. All right. So, yes. Stand it for one more week. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Good plan. Theoretically. Uh, so, yeah. Last week, uh, if you want a chance to win a Rig 500X uh, from Plantronics, write in 50 words or less, a game which should be converted to Lego. And why? Yeah. Obviously, why? Uh, yeah. What was your example in the original thing that you said? Do you remember? Not even close. No. Not even for a second. Yeah. Die Hard Trilogy is my new one. Okay. Can you imagine? No. no I it'd can't. Be, it'd just be all Lego-y. Yeah. It actually, it wouldn't look that much better than if you just played the PlayStation 1 game now. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what that game looks like. So I can't think of how bad it looked. It doesn't hold up well. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, always enjoyed the shooting. What, not the the light gun style shooting? Yeah, that one. You're a lunatic. That was great. It was pretty great, though. <laughs> All right. Yep. That's it. Email us in. Uh, Thegapodcast.gmail.com. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter as well for that one which is twitter.com slash the GA podcast. You can find us on there. But we're also on uh, iTunes, Android, and Windows Store under the GA podcast or the Gap. You can search for us on there, rate and review us. That sort of fun stuff is good. Yep. Um, we've also got a website, thegapodcast.com. You can go read that. There's cool stuff on there. Usually uh, that's where we'll update with the with the podcast is out. And you got anything else going on this week, Job? Um, no, go to Red Bull and check out my, um, my interview with, uh, the Chiefs it was about, so the interview itself was about, um, Chiefs taking on Legacy. Yeah. Um, and it was because that's the replay of, of their League of Legends final last, last year. And, uh, so it goes through their history with Legacy and it's pretty interesting because I managed to get a bit of trash talk out of them. And generally, they try to avoid that kind of stuff, which is good. Um, yeah. Nice. Word. Um, for me, I guess, uh, Survivor.com. Yep. Um, you can find stuff on there from me. Uh, got a few things going up in, I guess, the next couple of weeks, which we'll talk about then. But otherwise, uh, I think I had a Dark Souls 3 preview go up a, a week or two ago. Um, cool. Whenever we did that, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was longer than then. Yeah, I think it was longer than that. Anyway, go check that out. Uh, and that's it for this week. We can drag this on a little more if you want, Joe. How would we do that? Fantasy basketball. 
Oh, okay. Let's do it. <laughs> While I'm literally, I'm, I think I'm getting sicker as we fucking go on this podcast as well. Perfect. Yep. Fantasy basketball. The dream is over. The dream is over for both of us. <laughs> oh, my God. I crunched the numbers and it just nothing I did would have saved me, basically. Uh, it couldn't have saved me. And do you know what? I've decided I'm going to lay all of it at the feet of Scott Skiles. Scott Skiles. I don't know who that is. He is the head coach and biggest fuckwit in America of the Orlando Magic. <laughs> and for whatever reason, uh, last week, he decided that Aaron Gordon would have... Let's just check again. Uh, three games with not even 20 minutes. Yeah. Just He's just... A grade A moron. Uh, he's he's a turd burger, and I just can't understand how he manages to even exist. I also got a bit fucked by uh, Lance Stevenson, who decided to have one of his <laughs> trademark hilariously bad days in the I middle of this. a spectacular run because he decided to put up fucking, what was it, one from eight. Yeah. And so I dropped him immediately. And the very next day, he put up fucking, what, 12 from 20 to get 33 fucking points. What a bastard. Uh, and he's been going pretty well ever since as well. He's gotten his first double-double of the season. It was nearly a triple-double. He's actually doing pretty all right. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, uh Got got a bit screwed by some injuries as well. Like uh, Norris Cole went out half, like just at the end of the se- uh, the week. Yep. If it had been one week long, yeah, uh, the dream would have been <laughs> you would have won amazing. Yes, I would have won, and I would have won really well as well. But unfortunately, uh, yeah, couldn't make it happen. Um, you dropped out as well. What happened? Um, what happened? Uh, me and you did a trade because yep. we both realized we weren't going to win yep. uh, the way we were going. Um, I think you were like, hey, trade me Carmelo Anthony yep. for uh, Whiteside. And I was like, yeah, all right, let's do that. Yep. Um, and then I looked at like what else we could trade <laughs> because um, I, I would have, I needed something to make up my three pointers because I was like on the brink of um, not winning that category. Right, and so I couldn't drop um, one of my. I couldn't give you Carmelo f- and lose three pointers. Yep. Um. So I needed to make something else up. So we got. I got rid of um, Zach Randolph, who was putting up big numbers. Um, and I didn't need like I wasn't going to win points, which is why I said like, well, I'll just ditch like two of my highest point guys because yep. I'm not going to win it anyway, and I'll focus on the categories that I need, which were uh, field goal percentage and rebounds and blocks. Um, so that's why I was like, I'll just give you two of those guys and I don't really, I just need a three point person. Like if he gets one or two, three points a game, that that's cool for me. And then I'll, I'll just take that. Uh, so I, we traded that and then Zach Randolph got injured or something or before the trade even went through. 
oh, by a single minute during the trade. Yeah, he went through, uh, which yeah probably didn't work out well for you. Um, but also, it didn't work out well for me because the guy that we traded, fucking Jay Crowder, yeah, <laughs> had a fucking terrible week. Of um, he went like six and twenty, I think, in shooting. Yeah, um, he had a he had a shocker. So it was not it was not good for me anyway. Mm. Uh, I managed to that last week. I managed to to pretty much crawl it back through. I was down like a lot, like seven two six three most of that first week. You started out down seven two, and not just like not by anything reasonable either. It was like down seven two, and it looked like. He had been playing for four days yeah. already. <laughs> yeah, because he was like 300 points on that first day. It was ridiculous. And I was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I managed to to kind of crawl back. Um, and the, the big categories for me, which I ended up winning, were free throw percentage. I knew I had that on the back because I think I'm leading in that. Uh, three pointers, I smashed that. I got up by about 30 and then turnovers, I was winning that by about 40, 30 or 40. Uh, and then blocks, I managed to to come back with that one because of Whiteside. And um, mm-hmm. and I basically dropped a bunch of my, my, my uh, I think I dropped a couple point guards and, and just stocked up on centers and power forwards to try and get those rebounds and, um, and blocks uh, for me. And the other thing was field goal percentage was was kind of the one I wanted to try and beef up again with my my field uh, with my centers and power forwards. So I ended up having like a lot of power forwards and centers in that yeah. last uh, couple of days, just to try and do something drastic. Um, anyway, I ended up losing. Uh, what did I lose? Oh, field goal percentage. Yeah. By point zero 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 eight percent. Like, which is literally, it was, if I would have gotten two more baskets, I would have won. <laughs> That's, That's how fucking close if, it was. If you had have had Zebo Zach Randolph, yep. sitting on the bench, you would have won. I would have won. As opposed to Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. <laughs> chucking up fucking. Six to 20. Yeah. Yeah. If that, if we only traded Whiteside. Uh-huh. And Mello, I would have won. <laughs> if we'd only traded Whiteside and Mello, I would have lost. Still would have lost, yeah. But I would have been agonizingly close on three points. It would have been, I would have been down by two, three points, which would have put me really close on points as well, which is just gutting. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so now we're both knocked out. Yeah. And we're not playing against each other this week, are we? No. Uh, I'm playing. No. No, we're not. Um, I haven't looked at it at all. Um, yeah. Fully, I've... Yeah, be- because last week, I-, I basically dropped a bunch of my players and was just, like, picking up randoms. I don't even know what the fuck is on my team anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I did some shit on that last weekend to try and eke out the stats that I needed, but just couldn't do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I dropped Kobe. Fucking hell. I know. And he had a fucking oh, winder of a game as well. Bonkers. Mad would you be? Did you watch the game? The, the highlights? I watched the highlights. Holy shit. He just went fucking it? off. He, yeah. Just. Yeah. So, it was that was Kobe and LeBron's uh, last game playing against each other. 
and he just went fucking bonkers, man. They were um, they were guarding each other at, for most of the game. Um, yeah, and just like Kobe sort of just destroyed him, which yeah. is pretty funny. Um, yeah, I think it, I don't know. I saw a quote from LeBron. It was something like, "Yeah, the dude's like crazy. He's fucking, <laughs> he's nuts." Yeah, but he yeah he put up stupid numbers. He was getting like, yeah, he was all over the place. It was good. I think it was his best game in like three years or something. <laughs> Paul LeBron. <laughs> they lost, <laughs> but still, it was a good game to watch. It's still fun. Yeah, the highlights are awesome. Yeah. I I used a lot of my very precious. <laughs> data uh, mobile data to watch that because everything i did up there was on mobile data um but luckily it was my off-peak data i haven't worried about on-peak or off-peak data in about fucking i don't know a decade <laughs> like oh it's after eight i can watch youtube now yeah fuck yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah anyway the dream is over the dream is over oh my god so gutted Anyway, uh, let's wrap this up on a very depressing note. Yep. Uh, uh, next week's going to be a long one because we're going to have a bunch of games. I should have had a bunch of games to talk about. Like, we sort of delayed this week's podcast so that I could talk about some shit. Mm. And then nothing actually arrived. So all I played was Division. But now I've got UFC 2. Yep. And I've got Salt and Sanctuary. And, yeah, it should be good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um and I'll be level 30 in division. Yeah, we can roll around on that. Totes. Uh, did you go see 10 Cloverfield Lane yet? No. You should go should. see it. Okay. It's amazing. I don't it, like I don't know anything about it. Is yeah. That, okay. That's good. Go go watch it. Okay. It's fucking right. Are you joking? I'm on it. Yeah. It's um yeah, it's very good. It's got six sound. Like, the sound mix in that film is, jeez. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Everyone else at home, go watch it as well. It's really good. Sweet. That's it. Awesome. All right. Next Peace. week, we'll be back. Bye. video games. Bye. 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 Bye.